Old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Old-fashioned football. Welcome, welcome to old-fashioned football. Paul Stevie on guitar. Before I continue, first of all, I should introduce myself. I am Justin Mark. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. And I'm going to bring in my co-host who has been with me all year. We have had a blast. You can call her Miranda. You can find her on Twitter at jmarkswifey. Or you can call her Mur like I do. Mur, how you doing? I am doing great on this Monday Eve. Sad that fantasy football has come to an end. Yes. It's been quite the season. It has, which ended disappointedly. I don't know about you, but for me, given that I was in three championships and I lost all three of them. So that's a bite in the butt. Um, I know you lost a very close game that had some impacts to it, but... We'll get to that. Yes, we will. <laughs> if we're going to go there. Yes. Um, no, we've recorded 24 episodes this y- year. Yeah. This is our 25th. Number 25. It's crazy. It's been fun. It's been fun. We uh, we pitched this idea to the mothership, Kramer and Sean, and um, they loved it. You know, they, they liked the idea of bringing in not only fantasy football, not only the husband-wife rivalry. But bringing in me. But bringing in you. <laughs> yes. No. Um, no. no, for sure. And, and bringing whiskey. in the whiskey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> bringing in the whiskey. Um, they were a fan of that and we, we put together just like a little promo show really. I mean, kind of our, I guess you would call it a pilot. We pilot. put together our pilot. Our episode. pilot became episode one. Yeah. And Kramer <laughs> said, um, bro, I don't know if you intended on your, your wife being the, uh, co-host for the whole thing, but she needs to be <laughs> so <laughs> perfect. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's good to be back, and we did not get an episode out no. last week. No, two things kind of impacted that. The first, most important, being Demar Hamlin's game-ending injury. Yes. It was that. It was really scary. It was. It definitely had so many people thinking about him, praying for him, sending all kinds of good thoughts his way and to his family. It definitely shook the. Yeah. Football Nation, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Say. Um, he was actually released from the hospital today, so he was in there a full week. Which is great news to hear, um, especially given just everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they had to r- literally bring him back to life on the field. Um, it, it stopped football in the fact that football was no longer important. Fantasy football no longer Mm-mm. important. Our bets were no longer important. 
everybody was just hoping that that young man um, pulled through. And so it's great to hear that he is getting out of the, the hospital. Um, as, as we all probably know, the NFL declared it a no contest. Mm-hmm. It's the first time that they've ever done that due to an injury. We've never seen an NFL game not go on due to injury. Right, yeah. It completely, yeah, just shut uh, down everything. Yeah, and I think um, some of the announcers on on the networks talked about, because they had played football, they had said, like, those guys don't want to go back out there right now. Without knowing what's happening with him, there was no way they could go out and play. And I think that was absolutely the right call Mm -hmm. for sure. So, but yeah, that was that was the first reason why we did not bring an episode. Well, the second reason, something that didn't even cross our minds, and I never would have thought twice about it, but it we were made very much aware. Some leagues are still in playoffs on week eighteen, so we it's missed out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we missed out on last week's waivers. Um. To those leagues who are still going into play, like the championship game of their playoffs, can I ask why? Yeah, I, I agree. have never heard of that. I mean, how does that even work every year during playoffs? If in week eighteen, that's your championship game, when some we all know a lot of teams that already have their shoe in for playoffs aren't starting their starters, or at right. some point pull them. The Chargers pulled all their starters. After the first half. Yeah, yep, they pulled their starters. Um, Giants didn't play like mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley, which was mm-hmm. on championship teams. Um, I would just, I would hate to be in a league where you get that far and it's your championship game and you can't rely on your big name players who got, got you there. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. stuff like that happens. I don't know how you would ever prepare for a championship game in a league that was still going. So anyway, I, not I do, to like I do remember we had one league. It was it was our fun league though. The one and the year, person yeah. who set it up made didn't it realize. go that yeah. far didn't realize that we, and we I guess obviously it's been an option but I didn't think people really And we said went what the far. hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Never again. <laughs> but even that year though, um wasn't it uh, playoffs were a two-week thing? So you still had the week before numbers? It might have been, yeah. Yep, and then they been. were kind of in the same boat. I don't know. Congratulations to uh, Katie Manchester winning her yes. first ever fantasy football championship in our fun league. We do a league with um, people mainly from college. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been some others that have sprinkled in, but it was kind of sprinkled. a way yeah, that we, we talked about kind of a way that we can all continue to stay in touch and kind of just get together once a year to do a draft, even though past couple of years, we've not done that first because of COVID and then some time ran out and, you know, it's hard to and get And I dropped schedules. the ball this year. You did drop the ball this year. Kind of, I don't know if you forgot you were the winner. I forgot. <laughs> but we already covered this, Justin. I don't know how I forgot that I won first, but, you but know what? The, I did. <laughs> the last two years, well, since COVID, since mm-hmm. COVID, when we couldn't get together, we've done it auto-drafting. Mm-hmm. And it's actually been kind of fun because you get this random team. It, and it can be super frustrating, too. It can be, yeah. You get this random mm-hmm. team of players you didn't draft, and some of them are guys like, oh, I would have never drafted him. It gets the um, trades going. It does. It gets trades going. You really have to pay attention to waivers. Um, yeah, it, it adds just something a little different, uh, a little more strategy. Mm-hmm. But but anyways, yes, congratulations mm-hmm. to I wouldn't say a little, a different type of a strategy. Yeah, that's a little more. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Auto true. drafting is more strategy than planning out your draft, Justin. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yes, she defeated me very mm-hmm. badly. I got my ass kicked. So congratulations there. Um, but Miranda, this is old fashioned football. 
It is. What are we drinking today? All right. We're coming full circle here. We are drinking Jefferson's Oceans Aged at Sea. We are coming full circle here and are drinking Jefferson's Oceans Aged at Sea Double Barrel Rye Whiskey. And this is Voyage 26. So, yep, we are drinking their rye. Started off our first episode with the Voyage 23, just their Oceans Aged at Sea. Um, and They're bourbon. They're bourbon, yeah. yes. Yep. Sorry, bourbon. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what we're drinking today. And I cannot, can't complain. Absolutely. Um, I like bringing it full circle from our first episode. Um, before we continue, we got to get paid here. So we're brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. And the NFL playoffs are here. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited state availability. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so that they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offers up to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 200 or over and present the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, the season never ends. Right now, you can play their fantasy football playoff best ball the gauntlet with one million dollars in prizes up for grabs one million dollars they also have a ton of daily games for nba and nhl plus when you use promo code sgpn underdogfantasy.com you get a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn all right speaking of whiskey before your lovely ads justin (laughs) Um, we have reviewed quite the list of whiskeys on this show. We have. We've tried some really great ones, and we're even lucky enough to partner with some amazing distillers and distilleries throughout the season. We did. We had a lot of whiskeys, more than 25. You would think there was only 25, but some shows we had. We had some had bonus multiple. shows for you <laughs> where, well, we did Jameson not too long ago where we did the regular cold brew in Middleton. Um, yeah, that was a whole Jameson episode for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we thought it'd be cool to kind of do a little recap just to remind you of what we reviewed. So in case you're like, oh, I saw that one on the shelf last week. I forgot they reviewed it. You can go back and listen. <laughs> so you want to let's why don't you kick us off? Yeah, here? we had the awesome opportunity to get to partner with Mississippi River Distilling out of LeClaire, Iowa. Got an Iowa distillery in there. Um, they are the makers of Cody Road whiskeys and bourbons we tried on our show cody road bourbon we then did the cody road rye and we a favorite of ours is cody road old-fashioned yes on nice and we're too lazy to (laughs) whip up our own old-fashioned that on the rocks is perfect it is my favorite bottled like old-fashioned it's the best like pre-mix thing yes i've seen we're seeing so many like with the manhattan or old-fashioned um i know bullet has their manhattan and old-fashioned um i'm blanking on another well-known yeah and yeah but cody Rhodes by far has topped every pre-made old-fashioned oh yeah absolutely 
Um, and, and it's nice that it's just a you know an Iowa one. So it was nice to do that. They're um, owned by two brothers. The distillers are two brothers, a Vikings and a Packers fan. So I'm sure holidays are interesting, especially when those two play on the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that we uh, we partnered with, Rabbit Hole. Um, Rabbit Hole out of Louisville, Kentucky. We had ended up having three um, in two different shows, I believe. But yep. we tried their high gold. They their, sent us a bottle of high gold. Yes, they sent us the high gold. And then they sent us the Derringer, and we had purchased the Cave Hill. So we did, yep. So, yeah. All did. three of those are amazing. They are. If I, I'm trying to remember which was your favorite. I think it was Derringer, wasn't it? Derringer, I actually think, I don't know, I go back and forth. It changes. Yeah. They're all very good. I think High Gold is my favorite. Derringer is, like, the most unique to me. Yeah. Um, They're very different, too. Yeah, you know, a lot of times sherry casks. Yeah, yep. A lot of times you get you know these different bourbons from different places, and they're or from the same places, and they're kind of too much the same. But these ones definitely are not the same. Um, and yeah, one thing I forgot to mention on Cody Road, just a sneak peek to a future episode. You got me their experimental series mm-hmm. uh that they have out right now so i'm very excited for they us to have do that so many different kinds of whiskeys they to do try yep. it's a long list on our wish list <laughs> yeah absolutely so but yeah we we had a blast working with rabbit hole and their their whiskeys were very very good the uh, we also did two from james beam distilling we did legion and basil hayden dark rye dark rye was the one you were disappointed that i had drank so much of before you even had tried it mm-hmm. <laughs> was a shocking surprise there. <laughs> Savage and Cook Distillery is another one where we, it wasn't necessarily planned, but ended up mm-hmm. reviewing two of theirs, Burning Chair and Bad Sweater. Bad Sweater, limited release around the holidays. Yeah. Highly recommend looking out for that next year and getting a bottle if you see it. It makes an awesome holiday spice old-fashioned. If you need a recipe, I'll create one for you. Which you dubbed the Sweater Weather Old Fashioned. I did. Yes. <laughs> And I have made it for many, I've made it multiple times, made it for a lot of different people, and everybody liked it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we had the Weller Special Reserve, mm-hmm. courtesy of Mr. Anthony Scatisse, and you already mentioned that we did do the Jameson ones. One we didn't mention when you are going through those, um, We had I had Rod on a show when you yes. were traveling. and you and guys did the Black Barrel, yeah. or he did Black he Barrel. He did Black you Barrel. Black Barrel to our show and rod you know being the resourceful guy he is found that um black barrel is jameson they say that's the whiskey you should use for old fashions and that's why he picked it so that that was nice of him to uh do some little research there (laughs) we we have so many i don't think justin i justin no really quick you okay i was gonna gonna say you put this huge list together and i was like we're gonna talk about all of these bourbons when no go back and listen no just Just to try it out (laughs) we um also reviewed angels envy bourbon and angels envy rye pendleton Mm -hmm. midnight woodford reserve double oaked steeple ridge which is an iowa one makers mark 46 oak and eden wheat and spider chicken cock bourbon that was a episode full of a lot of puns Larceny, Redemption High Rye Bourbon Single Barrel Select, Red Cabin, Sexton Irish Whiskey, Sazerac Rye, and Jack Daniels Bonded. And of course, our first episode, which we already alluded to. Yes. Jefferson's, Jefferson's Oceans Asia Sea Voyage 23. I don't know voyage. if we mentioned on the show, um, I found a bottle 
Maybe we did. I can't remember. You did mention to them that you had hidden bottles. Well, y- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I found out at the same time that the listeners did. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I, um, I don't know. Several months ago, Voyage 28, Ocean's HSD 28, um, was on the shelves, bought it. We were thought about doing it on the show. We chose not to, but we did try it. Obviously, it was staring at us. And <laughs> it was much sweeter. Really weird how different, Very different that is compared to 23. 23, Voyage 23, is still my f- one of my favorite bourbons out there. And... If you see a bottle of Voyage 23, buy it. You will not be disappointed. Agreed. If you've been drinking with us as we've gone on, (laughs) you have tried a heck of a lot of good whiskeys with us. We also are, you know, we're already starting to think about what we want to do differently next year, next season. If you have whiskeys you want us to review on the show or even in the off season as we do a show here or there, which I know you, Justin, you probably have plans to educate people (laughs) on what we're going to be doing. Let us know. Reach out to us. Tell us what you want us to try. We'll do our best to get a bottle and review it on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, DM us whatever you would like. And we're also, next year, we're going to be better about... uh, forecasting what we're going to be drinking so that we you forecasted at the beginning and then it got a little dicey yeah, and we yeah. were just like oh we're gonna do this this week hit and miss <laughs> so we're gonna make sure that's uh, on our checklist of things to talk about each week that the following week we would be having x whiskey and uh pick it up for yourself anyways fantasy football 2022 is over and um yeah we wanted to recap the top 10 of each position and not only recap but kind of talk about where they were preseason rankings. And where we were off. And where we were off. Where we were on. Mm-hmm. We had some good calls. We did have some good calls. Um, but yeah, so I think we'll just uh, start with the quarterbacks mm-hmm. because I think our first episode was quarterbacks. So um, yeah, number one, which I doubted this guy. It was a bad call on me. It was. It was a bad call. I am, I'm actually surprised he's number one though. Yeah. Even like, I guess I haven't been... I mean, we've been tracking him, but I just... It, yeah, you it don't It sounds realize, weird thinking yeah. that he's number one ranked right now. And he being Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. Um, he was ranked three during the preseason. And... His auction draft value pre- was $24. Neither of us said we were going to spend that on him. I know. And that surprised me when I listened back because I remember you were high on Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But you didn't want to spend the $24, and I was not high on Patrick Mahomes. I said that he was going to have a bad year. Um, I just thought without Tyreek that he wasn't going to do it. He proved me wrong. I won't He's doubt him He's still Mahomes. Again. Yeah. Um, so that's a guy, as you're looking at your contracts, too, go ahead and contract him. He's obviously not going to take a step back with change of talent. So number two, a guy I was a big fan of. I actually thought he... Well, I thought he was going to be, I guess, around where he was, maybe yeah. number one or not. But, yeah, Josh Allen, preseason, ranked one. Justin, you said you would spend the $33 for yep. his pre-draft value. I said maybe. I thought he was going to be good. I just don't spend that much on quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, that was the big thing I remember mm-hmm. you said for quarterback, no. Um, I said he was the one that I for sure would feel comfortable spending over that 20 um, dollar range because I don't normally spend um, $20 on quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So 
Number three was a guy I was high on. I put a bet for him to be the MVP of the season at 60-1, to which is huge odds if you're not a better. Um, It's unfortunate he got injured. The the bad thing about Jalen Hurts, which is number three on the list, is he missed the fantasy football playoffs and championship. Mm -hmm. He was injured. So unless your championship went into week 18, which he, (laughs) are you bitter? (laughs) But, um, otherwise, you know, he was the number one prior to his injury Mm -hmm. falls to number three, but preseason, he was ranked sixth and, um, pre-draft value at that time was 17 and we were, yes, for Jalen Hurts. And I think if you invested him it. okay, obviously he wasn't your quarterback in your championships or or your playoffs or your championship, but that $17 did you well this season. Yeah. Now, yeah, it's hard to say, like, so we say, like, um, hey, you know, I said Josh Allen, $33. It's hard to say if that was the right call, even though he finished two, because it all depends on how you structured the rest of your team, obviously. Um, Jalen Hurts at $17 seems like a steal. Mm-hmm. I think, obviously, fantasy football running quarterbacks are kind of what you target. They're going to get hurt. You're going to risk that. But, um Yeah. Um, number four on the list is actually, I need to double check this really quick is okay. The fourth ranked quarterback is the last preseason ranked quarterback on the top of the top 10 this year. That's interesting. It is. So at four Joe Burrow preseason was ranked seventh for quarterback. His pre-draft value was 13. Justin, you were not about the $13. No. Um, I I was going for Burrow this year. I did get him in at least – did I get him in two? I think I got him in a couple leagues. So I was happy with him. Yeah. I could rely on him this year. Yeah. And ranked, I mean, four overall. And I don't even think I had to spend the 13. Yeah. I'll I have to it. look at that because I'm about to start – you got him for seven. Like, I specifically remember because I just looked at the contracts in our okay. league, and you got him for seven. Well, Mister, yeah. I've I couldn't remember the dollars. Yep. <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> How do you keep that straight in all the leagues? You can remember this one league I got him for seven. It was in the rumble. I just happened to remember okay. that you got well, bro. Those things jump him. out at me. When it's, uh, <laughs> I will a be good keeping value. him at seven dollars. Yeah, and I got him in a league too. I mm-hmm. said I would spend ten on him, not thirteen though. Um, but Joe Burrow is a just like a true passing quarterback. Mm. It is interesting. Our top four are the only ones that were listed on the preseason top 10. The next, yeah, the next six quarterbacks had no preseason rank for, like, top 10. They were not top 10. Yeah. Um, so we didn't even talk about number we didn't. five. Number five. Geno Smith. It's crazy. <laughs> Which we did talk to about him at one point in the season. Yes, at one point in the season. I knew you were going to bring this up. Yes, mid-season. Gino was sitting there, I think, at eighth at the time, but he was in the top ten. And I said that Gino Smith's going to finish in the top ten. And I you said no way. Lost your shit on me, <laughs> Gino Smith, the top ten. <laughs> and here he is at number five, so number I can five. eat my words. Yep. <laughs> so, number six, yeah. Justin Fields. Yeah, that feels so good to say. Yep. Um, I was not lucky enough to grab him. Not saying that I didn't try. During some of our, yeah, you pat yourself on the shoulder, on the back there. Yeah. Okay. But um, he is going to be, I mean, he is our offense right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, I mean, we have the number one pick in the draft, the mm-hmm. biggest salary cap space in the free agency. I really hope, I mean, this Chicago has around. an opportunity to build a 
great line around him, but yeah, they well, and he was sacked the most out of any quarterback. So mm-hmm. if they can fix that, his I think he only goes up from here. Yes, but, but yeah, he was projected a dollar. Yeah. And this is why it's fun to listen to our preseason shows because we don't get everything right, but we recommended him at the dollar projection. Um, so so we, we threw him out as a, as a sleeper candidate. Um, same with the next guy, Kirk Cousins. Not in the preseason ranking, but we said he was a sleeper, um, projected at $1. I actually wrote an article preseason on Sports Gambling Podcast about how to draft a budget team and Kirk Cousins was the quarterback I threw in there for the dollar so no one preseason project could have anticipated what the Vikings did this year no I agree I so. agree um <laughs> I, I, I'll say it I've said it before already but I thought they'd win the division I did not think they would win that many games though no number eight Trevor Lawrence again another quarterback no preseason ranked didn't talk about him what yeah. was his do you have his pre-draft value I, I imagine it was probably a dollar. Um, a lot of these guys that weren't in the even in the top ten were just a couple bucks. Mm-hmm. So um, same with number nine, Dan Jones. This is an interesting one because he his contract is going to be up. Saquon Barkley's contract mm-hmm. is up. So if they don't re-sign him, who knows what his value is going to be, depending on where he goes. And if they don't have Barkley, that hurts his value too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's somebody that. He's in the top nine or in top 10 now, but will he stay there next year? Hard to say. And 10th, Jared, <laughs> Jared Goff, Justin. <laughs> I avoided Lions players because of Jared Goff. I know. And here he is at number, number 10. 10. You did not see that one coming. No, not at all. I so <laughs> never. <laughs> some interesting, like, you know, the last six quarterbacks were in the top 10 preseason. Here's a list um, that were preseason. Kyler Murray, yeah. Tom Brady, Trey Lance, Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, so of those four, ironically, we only said we would spend the projected dollar amount on one of those, mm-hmm. and that was Tom Brady. But Brady didn't have a Brady-esque year. Kyler Murray did deal with injuries. Trey Lance, of course, he played one game and then was on injured reserve, and Russell Wilson just sucked. I um, we we said that over and over yeah. and we were shocked in all of our leagues. He was going for even above his projected doll like his He went higher than Patrick Mahomes in the league. Yes. And when I saw who drafted him for higher, it shocked me. It was Justin Kinsey, a guy who's very good <laughs> at fantasy football. But I have to take a shot at him because he spent more for Russell Wilson than Patrick crazy. Mahomes. That is crazy. It is crazy. Um, I didn't know that was him. I didn't either. And again, I was going through our contract mm-hmm. stuff and I was like, really? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I have to jab at him a little bit just for fun. But it wasn't just him. Everyone had high hopes for Russell Wilson. And in every league we were in, we saw him going and people fighting over him. Yeah. And I just stayed out of it. Do you remember calling me harsh on our quarterback episode when I said, Russell Wilson would be the worst quarterback in his division. And he was. He was? He was. Yes. It sounds weird. Okay. Preseason, you saying that sounded weird. I know. I um I didn't like think that he was gonna be all the hype everyone was talking about. But it was still Russell Wilson, Justin. Right. Well, Patrick Mahomes is in his division. Justin Herbert is in his division. Mm-hmm. The one that 
was probably on the fence, Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr finished one spot above him. So oh. he was technically the worst in the division. I had <laughs> such high hopes for Derek Carr at the beginning of the season. I was so excited. Like, I kept him. Yeah. I planned a lot that kind of fell through <laughs> with Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah, he, he that was definitely rough for the Raiders. He will not be a Raider again. He won't be a Raider. So um, any other surprises here for you? Just that we have a top six quarterback the Bears do. <laughs> and shocked we by Geno Smith, I'm sure. We haven't had that since the Cutler days. I know. I don't even know if he was a top. Yeah, he was. Was he? Okay. My very first year of fantasy football, he oh, was okay. relevant. He was relevant. Yes. You know, he did sling the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. He held a lot of our passing records for years. So um, why don't we go to the, the running backs? Because that's the most important position in fantasy football, I would say. Um, though I think honestly, we might see a shift in that in the next year or two, but yeah, this is half PPR, um, scoring by the way, that's how we ranked it. So, um, yeah. Number one, Austin Eckler, uh, preseason rank of three. Both of us said we would spend the $58. It's hard to, again, it's hard to say if we were right or not because I mean, he finished number one. So I think $58 mm-hmm. sounds right. It because, It is. Yeah, you have to spend a lot of money for a top running a number back. Number one, yeah, sixty. I'm usually around sixty dollars if yeah. I'm getting a t- number one. Yep. Number two. Yeah. Running back. You you spent sixty dollars on Derrick Henry. There you so, go. Yeah. Yep. Um, number two, Christian McCaffrey. It's awesome to see his name there. Like he, you know. <laughs> Good for him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed away from him. I was nervous. And now, with the team he's on, I don't know. Yeah. We'll just see with his injury history on an injury-prone team. But preseason rank was two. Mm-hmm. We Finish both two. said no to, <laughs> due to his injury history. Um, he His pre-draft value this year was $67. He finished two. He was consistent. Yeah. Stayed there. Yep. Number three guy, who I know you grabbed in a league. I did not have any shares of him, but mm-hmm. he did, was not ranked in the top 15 in the preseason, and that's Josh Jacobs. He was kind of the one shining. Well, I shouldn't say the one shining because Devontae Adams was, but he was one of two bright spots I on had the Raiders high, offense. Like, I had high hopes for the Raiders. I just thought they were going to have <laughs> such a different season. They should have. And I really like Josh Jacobs, and I grabbed him up yeah. and – I was happy. Yeah, and he went, most leagues, I think he went for around $20. So um, if you grabbed him for $20 and he finished third, you're happy with it. Mm, yes, yes, you are. Number four, Derrick Henry, preseason rank, number four. Um, Consistency. <laughs> yes. Surprisingly, so we just said that I had him for 60 bucks. Yeah. In our preseason <laughs> episode you were you said yes you would his, his pre-draft value of 54 you'd go for i said no and i spent over that well for him but however no it, i didn't even draft him i kept him at right. 60 yeah and it, and does, it was based on who was available in the league i didn't want to have to do it but i'm not upset yeah that i did it either. well that's what i was gonna say like when we said yes or no to these we were talking about if you're starting a new auction league mm-hmm. it, would you spend this because that's what the pricing is based off of a new league because we can't predict who's kept in your league and who's not. No. So sometimes when there's too many running backs kept, you do have to spend more for somebody. Uh, number five, finishing number five, Nick Chubb. He had a preseason rank of 14, finished fifth. I said I would not at $43. Miranda, you said you would. Mm-hmm. I would say that was a good call. Yeah, I did not get to 
get him in any of my leagues. No, and he did pass number six just because number six didn't play the last game, which is why you should not have your finals go to week 18. <laughs> Saquon Barkley at number six. Preseason rank was 10. Um, Justin was all in for him. I was a no because of his injury history. He stayed healthy. He did. Yep. Him and Christian McCaffrey able to stay I'm healthy. happy to see that. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, like, we never want somebody no, to be injured. But the last previous years, the last couple years of fantasy football, it, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Number seven, no preseason top rank. The second running back on his team, technically, RB2, Tony Pollard. This one's weird to see. It is. No Zeke Elliott in the top 15, but Tony Pollard finishes as the seventh. I think... Tony Pollard is the starting running back of that team next year, and Zeke is gone. So I definitely think he's got good value. Zeke was still good this year. I Zeke okay. was – he was touchdown dependent. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. He got a lot of the goal line carries, and that made him get good fantasy football points. He usually got 50 yards and a touchdown, maybe some catches here and there. 15 points weekly yeah. that I could bang on. He was on. consistent with that. Just Tony Pollard had way more boom. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. Know. Um, the next guy, you were just all over this guy too. <laughs> Not in a sexual manner. Um, you, your eyes lit up when I said that, like, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean it in that. I meant in the drafts. <laughs> all right. Either way, um, moving on. <laughs> Jamal Williams. Um, no top preseason, <clears throat> top preseason rank. I did draft him and he was rost Like I started him weekly. Yeah. Well, and he. This is another guy. He's the he's RB not, two. He's the RB two, but he got just as many, if not more, points. Oh, more points. Um, he also led the league in touchdowns this year, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the exact reason that though that I said I did not want to draft DeAndre Swift. Well, Swift's injury histories and Jamal Williams because mm-hmm. Williams just plays so hard. He's like one of those hard on your sleeve type guys. And, yeah, I didn't draft him, though, and you did. That was great. Great call for you because he did very well, obviously, finishing mm-hmm. eighth. So, yes. um, number nine, preseason rank of 15, Aaron Jones of the Packers. We both said yes to $44. Um, I thought, especially in a PPR league, I thought he was going to catch a lot mm-hmm. of passes because who else was Rodgers going to throw to at the beginning of the season? And he did end up catching a lot of passes, so he came in at ninth here. Delvin Cook. Ranked number 10, preseason rank of six. Justin said yes to him. I said no. I didn't have faith in him. Yeah. He's still ranked 10. Well, and they were going to pass it more, and I think mm-hmm. they did. But, yeah, still top 10. So um, one other thing I meant to add on Aaron Jones, hard to gauge his future value because A.J. Dillon continues to get involved, and will Aaron Rodgers be there? Nobody knows. Rodgers probably doesn't even know at this point, but for sure nobody <laughs> knows. Um, at the end of the game, rookie wide receiver for Detroit, Jamison Williams, asked Rodgers if he would do a jersey swap with him, and Rodgers said, no, I'm going to hang on to this one. So either A, he was being a dick and didn't want a um, jersey swap, which is very possible, or B, he knows it's his last jersey he will have played at Lambeau Field with, therefore he wants to keep it. One of those. Reading into it. Maybe both. Look at you. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, um, we're going to go into, we're going to give you the next five. Cause we previewed 15 yeah. on our show. So let's do top 15. 11, Ramonde Stevenson. 
No top preseason rank. Did not discuss him. We did bring him up several times during the season. He was in our (laughs) our duds list quite a bit. Um, Mm -hmm. Or not duds. Studs. Studs, Sorry. He was a dud (laughs) so often. Yet He ranked number 11. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. On our stud list. On our stud list. Quite a bit. Yes. Um, Yeah. Damian Harris, even though with the injury, Stevenson just outplayed him. So... Number 12, a guy I was heavily invested in, preseason rank of seven, Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. We both said yes to, to $53. 53 pre- yeah. And I obviously, I don't think that that's good value now. Um, he's still <laughs> number 12, but he did not. I just expected so much more. Yeah, I thought they, he was going to be one of your like top top five. And this is what's making, I think, fantasy football harder and harder uh, as far as running backs go. They use Samajay Pirine a lot mm-hmm. and to keep Joe Mixon fresh. And that's a struggle when you're a fantasy manager. That's something that we're just going to have to continue to deal with, I believe. Number 13, Miles Sanders. He, again, no top preseason rank. Justin, you were lucky enough to get him for a dollar. And this was a guy I was mad about getting for a dollar at first. <laughs> <laughs> because I did, I had no need for a running back. Mm-hmm. I put him up there. Uh, I bid for him, like for the one dollar, nominate him. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to run people out of their money, and nobody bid on him. <laughs> but for a dollar, and he finished thirteenth. I can't complain, obviously. Um, number fourteen, a guy that we were both very high on, preseason very rank of too five. High. <laughs> yeah, well, in preseason rank of five. We weren't the only ones. Both said yes to fifty-four dollars. Mm-hmm. Najee Harris. Just the Steelers had a bad year. Um, overall, I mean, they just didn't ha- didn't have a lot of winning fantasy football weeks with players. And fifteen, Leonard Fournette, preseason rank of eight. Um, we both agreed that forty six um, pre draft value was too high for him. Yeah, I guess I said I was. It was close. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like he's been undervalued. Yeah. In previous years. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, we had the year that he he got signed by the Bucks, like mm-hmm. as we were getting ready to do one of our drafts. I remember sitting in the house and go, "Whoa, Fournette just got signed by the Bucks. Let's bet on him or something," you know. And then we were in a bidding war and mad at each other. I don't know why I announced it, but. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyways, preseason top 15 that didn't finish in the top 15. Jonathan Taylor, who we both said no to $72. DeAndre Swift. But not no to like 60 for right. me. Yeah. And look at that. Yeah. Part of it was injury, but he <laughs> mm-hmm. just he didn't put up the same big numbers. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift, we both said no to 45. James Conner, I said no to 43. You said yes. I know. I was hopeful. Yeah. Uh, Javante Williams, we both said no to 44. Of course, he got injured and ended up on the injured reserve. Alvin Kamara both said yes to 43, and he had a pretty disappointing year. Um, But yeah, surprises for me, the fact that Pollard finished better than Zeke, Jamal Williams finished better than Swift. Mm -hmm. And Zeke isn't even in the top 15. No, you got two guys who are... um, Number two. To be, yeah, yeah, supposed to be the second running back on the team. And, they and they're producing higher. more fantasy-wise. Yes, yeah. Um, Just the fact that Jonathan Taylor isn't up there, too, is so shocking because he went for big money. Yeah, and everything. People yeah. planned around him. But we specifically said that $72 you're spending for those 18 touchdowns he had the previous year, and mm-hmm. we did not think he would get that no, again. No, that – 
it the chances yeah we're not likely <laughs> touchdown regression it's mm-hmm. called so um let's move right on to wide receivers in half ppr now this is the the episode that you did not get to join me because you were in pittsburgh yes so this is the one i did with rod but you're gonna kind of speak for rod too so <laughs> <laughs> All right, at number one, Justin Jefferson, preseason ranking number two, and Rod and I both said we would spend the $55. He's a, you know, he's a young guy on a pass-happy offense, or they at least said they were going to be pass-happy. No. They were. They were, yeah. It's hard to put belief in one of Kirk Cousins' receivers, but it worked out in this situation. Number two, Devontae Adams. <laughs> Are we sure this is correct? It is. <laughs> okay, preseason rank of five. We both said yes to 39. I just don't feel like he was a number two wide receiver. I had him. He had a lot of outlier games. He had a lot of games yeah, that probably I, that, won you that week, mm-hmm. but maybe didn't win you overall, you know? Yeah. Because he had some big 180-yard, two-touchdown type. Yeah, it's those those yeah. outlier games that boost his rank because he's had some pretty yeah not-so-good games, too. <laughs> right. And Rod and I were, were high on Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, especially Rod, because Rod's a Fresno State fan. And Carta Adams was a Fresno State hookup. So, yeah. The next one, number three. I'm actually going to let you do this one yes. because I was not in you on were, this guy. And I was. And he proved, like, proved it's Tyreek Hill. I know. <laughs> um, I have been all about Tyreek Hill for years. And he, preseason rank, was eight. Um, You said no to his 29 pre-draft value. Yeah. Rod said maybe. I said hell yes, <laughs> and I went after. I kept him and went after him. Yeah, and got him in multiple leagues. I just didn't have belief in the fact that Tua could sustain him as a top fantasy football wide receiver, and he did. It was Tyreek Hill. Yep, he's a cheat code, as our buddy Kinsey said yesterday. You know, he's a cheat code type guy. So um, number four, Stephon Diggs, preseason rank number four. Rod and I both said no to forty dollars, but. Um, I mean, finishing number fourth, he probably was worth the $40. He was worth it. Yeah. Number five, A.J. Brown. Preseason rank of nine. Justin, you were all about that $28 pre-draft value. Rod was not. That was definitely worth it. Yeah. Rod was a Hurts doubter at the time. He didn't know if Jalen Hurts would be able to keep A.J. Brown successful. So um, Mm -hmm. number six, a guy that... I just I'm not a fan of him or maybe his quarterback, I guess. But preseason rank of six, finish six, mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb. And Rod and I both said no to thirty five dollars. We didn't want any part of Dallas, I guess. What's interesting to me, um, we saw like especially in our quarterbacks, only a few had a preseason top rank. Yeah, um, we're seeing consistency here with Justin Jefferson advancing from two to one. Um Stephon Diggs staying at fourth, CeeDee Lamb staying at six. Yeah, but it ends there. Well, at least we made it. Okay, I, I, I haven't <laughs> we did seen make it. Through six, we had six. Yeah. Stayed consistently top ten, and we're yeah. finished top ten. And when 10. you when you factor in injuries and mm-hmm. um, underperforming expectations, there's just not a lot of change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Coming in at number seven, Jalen Waddle was not um, discussed during our preseason show, did not have a preseason top um, 15 rank even. And 
this is really interesting. Not something I necessarily thought about, but you know, Tyreek Hill, yep. number three, <laughs> Dolphins have two top 10 wide receivers. And here I thought Tua would not be able to support one top fantasy football wide receiver. And he has two. I had Tua in the link too. And yeah. he was reliable. Yeah. But that's crazy. Anyway, crazy. Jalen Waddle, number seven. Yes. Um, I do worry about Tua and his future after three uh, concussions. Yeah. It not cool. No. It's yeah. I worry scary. about that for sure. Uh, number eight, not on the preseason. Amon Ross St. Brown for the lions. This is a guy I would have doubted because, uh, Jared Goff, but obviously we saw Jared Goff finish as a top 10 quarterback. You were so wrong. yeah, I was wrong. And Amon Ross St. Brown was the victor of the spoils there. I suppose. Number nine, Amari Cooper. Again, not on a preseason top list. Um, yeah, Brown's wide receiver, low expectations for him with yeah. Jacoby Brissett starting the first 11 games before Deshaun Watson came back. But here he is, number yeah. nine. Yep. And rounding out the top 10, Devonta Smith of the Eagles, the second Eagles player on here, which surprises me. Not necessarily surprised me because I thought they would be bad, but I didn't think Devonta Smith would be a top 10 Mm-mm. wide receiver. No. And then we also, we have some preseason top 10 that didn't finish top 10. Cooper Cup, yeah. Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, and Mike Evans. Now, of course, Cup and Chase did have some injuries, but um, Samuel and Evans, I guess Debo did get hurt the last Evans did not. Three, but Evans did not, no. <laughs> Um, so yeah, biggest surprises there for me are the fact that the Eagles and Dolphins both have two players in the top 10 of wide receivers. That's just crazy. The Dolphins one, especially I had Tyreek Hill. I knew he was still going to be Tyreek Hill. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. The Dolphins just completely turned things around. Yeah. Well, when you invest in your offensive line and get two of the fastest wide receivers, Good things happen, I guess. They they snuck into the playoffs, mm-hmm. too. So um, I don't know if they will survive the Bills, but they did sneak into the playoffs. <laughs> you just wait, Justin. You just just wait. wait. All right. <laughs> um, let's start with tight ends. and the you, Arguably the most important position that you draft. Y- you know, we added to our Ten Commandments mm-hmm. um, about how tight end is. You invest in your tight end. Because the talent pool is so shallow. If you don't... I mean, if you do invest, you're going to be pretty good. Yeah. And again, it's another um, position where Mm -hmm. five of them that were on the top 10 were in the preseason top 10. Five were not. So um, why don't you kick us off? Because we'll talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about why you're the tight end expert, but that's your new nickname. You have been dubbed the tight end expert. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll talk a little bit about why. Number one, Travis Kelsey, preseason rank one. Finished out season, top-ranked tight end. You were a no-go for him. I was yes. If you could spend, had the $51, do it. Yeah. And again, it was just about me being down on the Chiefs, really. Um, yeah, you were a doubter. Yep. I, without Tyreek Hill, I just thought their offense was going to take a step back. Number two, uh, preseason ranking number seven, TJ Hawkinson. Now, you said yes to $16. Mm-hmm. I was hesitant due to Jared Goff. Obviously, it might not have mattered because, again, Jared Goff, top 10. Uh, but Hawkinson was traded to the Vikings before the trade deadline. So then he had Cousins throwing to him, and he had some really good games 
for wow, the Vikings. Look at that. Cousins, Hawkinson, Jefferson, the Vikings. It's not going to happen again. Uh, and, <laughs> and Dalvin Cook at number 10. And Dalvin Cook. <laughs> yeah, but I agree. But that's, I'm that's talking the end about, of that. yeah, your top, top <laughs> <Yeah>. five. <clears throat> okay, George Kittle, preseason rank of number five, finished out the season ranked at third for tight end. We both said no to his $24 pre-draft value due to his injury history, but that didn't seem to matter. One other thing I thought about just now <laughs> One other thing I thought about just now is also Trey Lance factored into our decision to say no. Trey Lance was the quarterback at the time. We had very little faith in Trey Lance. Now, Jimmy G steps in and swoon. Jimmy G (laughs) um, throwing to George Kittle and it looks a lot better. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something interesting here. Number two, number three, TJ Hawkinson, George Kittle, Iowa University tight ends. That's the, the we make great tight ends. <laughs> that maybe that's why you're the tight end expert. <laughs> um, number four, who had a preseason rank of two, we got some frustration with this guy, both of us, because we had him in different leagues. But Mark Andrews, um, we were both on the fence at forty dollars, though. I was yes ish, you were no ish. <laughs> Which listening back, it was we were very wishy washy on Andrews, but he was frustrating towards the end he of the season. He was, and I fucked up justin <laughs> i know i've i heard about it i heard about it <laughs> i um had to get real with myself because i ended up getting fourth in one of our bigger money leagues because i because of the no contest between the bills and bengals yes thank you mm-hmm. um i lost by point four points yes Point four. But you had. Joe Burrow didn't get to play. Yes. And Bill's defense. Bill's defense. Yeah. Didn't get to play. So I was out two players. Point four points. <laughs> yeah. However, I started Engram. I have an Engram at tight end. <laughs> I don't even know why I did this. I had just, I left Andrews in you all won. season. Oh, yeah. And I would have won if I had left him in. And I went against my own rule. Of start your studs. Start your studs. Even though he hadn't been as stud-ish, mm-hmm. um, the Ravens' offense in general had taken a step back without well, Lamar. And but. Pre, before the game started, the projections were so close. And I had seen um, – I just – I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I overanalyzed to a point, too. And, like, also, though, I – wasn't feeling very good, <laughs> like a story of our life the last few months <laughs> and woke up and I, I feel like I still had some brain fog in there and I made a decision and then stepped away from it. Didn't go back to uh, just dumb decision. <laughs> dumb. But it happens. I know. Fantasy football is a fickle bitch. I've said it for years, <laughs> but yes. Um, dis- but I haven't been as upset all season as I was <laughs> this week. Anyway, continue. Oh, okay, never mind. Number five, Taysom Hill. He was frustrating, too, because he had so much potential. It's just, when were you going to see it? Very Um, robust. And we did not talk about him preseason, but we did talk about him. um, He was one of our waiver wire pickups, a must-pick-up, and this is why. He ended up being ranked five. Um. And to be specific, you talked about him. This was your waiver. So, mm-hmm. 
adding to your tight end um, expert resume. He was exciting. He was an exciting tight end. Well, because, I mean, he's a running back. He's a quarterback. He's a he's tight a, end. You know, like, <laughs> he's everything. <laughs> yeah. So he scored in a myriad of ways. Um, number six, the guy that you started over, Mark Andrews. God, I know. <laughs> Evan Ingram did not have a preseason rank, though we did kind of mm-hmm. talk about how he might do in that offense. Um, and then you gave him out as a waiver wire pickup mm-hmm. on one of our episodes before he really started having good, consistent weeks. So I guess seeing these rankings in front of me now, like being able to see the numbers, picking Engram, who's ranked six, over Andrews at four. It's not I that mean, dumb of in a that move. league, I have two top tight ends, yeah. two top 10 tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not like I was placing a 16th ranked over number four ranked or something you right. know what i mean yeah um they are pretty close there in their rankings yeah makes me feel i'm just trying to make myself feel better <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is honey <laughs> all right number seven cole Komet. this was another one we talked about um this season during our waiver wire pickups he had no preseason rank but i did say that he was a dollar sleeper i guess we did talk about him preseason as a dollar yeah. sleeper, but yep. and again during waiver episodes. He was one of your value plays. Number eight was also one of your value plays preseason. He had no preseason rank, projected $1. You said that was a sleeper. Pat Fryermuth. Um, so we didn't give him out on waivers because he was rostered by over 50%. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, you said if you see him going for cheap, grab him because he has the potential to be good, and here he is, number eight. Number nine, Tyler Higby. He had no preseason rank either. And we He's probably the only relevant piece of the Rams this year. I, I can't argue that. <laughs> I mean, since Cooper Cup got injured, mm-hmm. um, their running game was a mess until just the last several games when Cam Akers finally came on. So, yeah, Tyler Higby was about it. Yeah. Um, last on the list, Dalton Schultz, um, of the Cowboys preseason rank of six finished the 10th. And we both said yes to spending $20. I would not spend 20 on a 10th ranked tight end because no. if you're that towards the bottom of the barrel yeah. of the top 10 for tight ends, it's, he's not agreed that relevant of a agreed. tight end. <laughs> um, preseason top 10 that didn't finish Kyle Pitts. Ouch. Wah, wah. <laughs> Justin, well, I'm hurts. sure everybody is so glad that you don't get to talk about him every week. <laughs> um, Darren Waller. This one was surprising to me. Um, I know injury history. Yeah. But I, I guess, again, I was just, sometimes you just like go all in on a team and I decided yeah. I was going to go all in on the Raiders well, preseason. We were, we were both on Waller, but he, mm-hmm. he missed over half the games and that's exactly what you warned of. Didn't stop me from going after him. <laughs> uh, Dallas Goddard. Yeah. We both said yes to that $15 preseason. He was injured. Mike Gusecki and Zach Ertz. <laughs> I got to back up on Mike Gusecki. Okay. Because he was ranked in the top 10. I uh-huh. think it was 8th or ninth For $13, we both said no. But I, I remember how appalled you were the f- that he was in the top 10. What? Mike is set. why is he here? <laughs> like you were just you thought that was ridiculous and look, you were right. He did not belong in that top 10. Zacherts. Yes. Um This one's going to add to your Titan expert resume. We're adding him to my resume? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, and here's why. Yeah. <laughs> um 
I did say to draft him and then trade him before Hopkins came back. So Hopkins came back um, week seven. Week seven. Yeah. Through the first six weeks without Hopkins, Ertz had double digit targets in four of those games and was a top five tight end. Then Hopkins comes back in week seven and then he came back and never again did we get double digit scores out of Ertz again. Yeah, and and yeah, so for me that definitely adds to your tight end expert resume because that's a hell of a call to say, hey, draft this guy because he will be a top five without Hopkins and then trade him at this point. And it was spot on call, so I will pat you on the back for that one. I can't I'll reach get you. One. But you've pat had you on the you've back. had a lot more than me, but I'll take that <laughs> one. This one's the most specific one. <laughs> it's very specific, and it, it played out just exactly as you kind of um, had a premonition of it playing out. So. Um, while we're talking about tight ends, let's talk I, about, yes, let's talk about Noah yes. Fant and our bet. Yes. And I have to admit, so let you me backtrack. For a minute. I was. So you were saying in the, during the fantasy football playoffs for those three weeks, weeks, um, 15, 16 and 17, not week 18 because I was just about to look at week 18 <laughs> to see what he did. No, because you know, when you made the bet, don't even look at week 18. I, know. I don't even know how he did. But um, you're going to look. You're looking. Of course I am. Um, but those three weeks, though, were specific to our fantasy football playoffs. So 15, 16, and 17. Weeks 15, he was ranked eighth. Week 16, he was seventh ranked tight end. So my prediction was looking amazing. It was. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And then... <laughs> we, week 17 rolls around and he was the 30th rank so it brings his average overall rank to 15 for those three weeks so i won the bet i still think it was a good call i'm gonna stand by it because he started great for two weeks he just had a shit week in the, during the really okay. shit week. he had a shit week during the week that counted most <laughs> true it was final <laughs> so if you listen to justin and you decided to Go for Noah fan, especially because I'm pretty sure you even talked about it. You talked about it two weeks ago when we talked about him being ranked seven. Then I was getting a little nervous. Yeah. If people listened to you and started Noah Fant during their championship week, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did not expect him to go eight, seven, thirty. Like, oh, this guy knows what he's God talking dang. about. No, no. <laughs> it was on the right call. Um, <laughs> just one last thing with tight ends to add and we'll stop talking about our tight ends after that uh juan johnson for the saints finished 11th so the saints had both Taysom hill and juan johnson you gave juan johnson Taysom hill evan Engerbot on waivers you called firemuth and commit you made the zach Ertz, and this is why miranda and the noah fant bet well i count that it was a good because i knew what i was first. talking about but Cheers to you, Miranda. You are officially a tight end expert. I'll take it, Justin. <laughs> and while we're cheersing, um, we're going to transition right into it's our a whiskey. great segue yeah. to get into this amazing whiskey that we are drinking. Yeah. Again, we are drinking Ocean's Aged at Sea Double Barrel Rye Whiskey, Voyage Number 26. I forgot the voyage information. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> As I was saying. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Um, so yes, we're drinking, Voyage, I guess, Ocean's Age at Sea Voyage 26 was a rye voyage. 
And one thing, um, when you, if you've ever bought in a bottle of Ocean's Asia Sea, it comes with a little, I wouldn't call this a booklet, but um, little card thingy with information about the voyage. And you can see where the ship sailed to, all the different ports that it went to. It kind of talks about that because that, after trying, this is our third one we've tried. Granted, it's a rye and Voyage 23 and 26 were bourbons. It makes a difference. Where that ship went makes a difference in the flavor. And this was a thing that I thought was... You thought it was a gimmick. I thought it was a little gimmick. You thought they were playing on it. It's not. I didn't believe that because if you think about... It does change, yes. You know, I know we we talked about this um, in our very first episode, but... um, Instead of sitting stagnant in a warehouse, the whiskey's sloshing around in those barrels. It's getting exposed to all different kinds of climate changes. That yeah. has to impact the barrel because we know the barrels on the outside of the warehouse versus the ones further in are going to have a different flavor palette. They're going to they're gonna be different because the ones on the outside are exposed to cold temperatures, hot temperatures, more so than the inside. Yeah. Anyway. Climate matters. It matters. So, um, yeah, so... Jefferson's takes the, their whiskey, um, put them on ships. They sail around the world to all different ports, and it makes a really good whiskey. Yeah, I have it, been it impressed. Very good. The, the, Mine's gone. I, that's how is. good it was. I just, <laughs> it's gone. You're not gonna be in, have anything to reference back to the. I couldn't help myself. You <laughs> poured these, and you poured mine a little small. It's the national championship tonight. You poured this a little small. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, while you're tasting it, mm-hmm. on the nose, toasted marshmallow, maple syrup, and hint of spice. You don't have any. Don't even sniff your glass. It's empty. Oh, my glass still smells. You're not supposed to. <laughs> like, what did you do? Take this as a shot? That's a sin. No, I did not take <laughs> it as a shot. <laughs> um, flavor. Do you get? First of all, do you get any of those on the nose? Mm. Marshmallow, That's oddly. What I got too, yeah. Isn't that weird mm-hmm. to smell marshmallow. whiskey and get marshmallow? <laughs> the flavor, toffee, vanilla, and a hint of tobacco. Had a little bit left. I okay, get vanilla. So I have to try it a third time because that's my rule. That so is true. On. The finish would be baking spices, cinnamon, and sea salt from the sea. It does have spice. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. It, it's weird. The burn is like halfway down my esophagus. Oh, see, I got no burn. No burn up here. Yeah. <laughs> Some, maybe it's just really, really warm just right in here. Just the tits. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had no burn in mine, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> it's very good, of course. Ocean's, Jefferson's mm-hmm. makes a good product. Very. All across the board from what we've had. Um, obviously, we preferred the Voyage 23 of the bourbon, but still, everything we've had is good. Just a regular small batch mm-hmm. is good. They they have a very good product. Yes. Yep. But this, yeah, this has like afterwards, it's like a little sweet at first and then it, afterwards it's like spice and then you mentioned like tobacco kind of. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's very good. You've been a rye gal for. I was just going to say. <laughs> um, one thing that doing this podcast with you has like opened the door for me for is rye whiskey. Yeah. I always thought. I just wouldn't care for rye. I know I tried. I think it was Dickel. Mm-hmm. No, that's a sour mash. Well, there's a Dickel rye, too. Did you ever have Dickel rye? I don't know. I thought it was that. I thought we... Because I, it was. It was Dickel. Oh. 
I was going to say it wasn't. I know what you're thinking of, but I can't What am remember. I thinking of then? Um, Gosh. This is like we five gif- years ago. We gifted it to Josh at one point, too. Did we? Yeah. We gifted Josh Dickel? No, it was not Dickel. <laughs> I just can't remember what it was. Are you talking about Bullet? Yeah, it was Bullet Rye. Oh. Bullet Rye. That's not what I'm thinking of, oh. but... um. <coughs> I guess the same would go for bullet rye too, because I think I'm pretty sure I've tried bullet rye. Mm-hmm. I need to retry it now. Yeah. Um, but I just it was before I developed <laughs> a strong whiskey pellet. Yes. <laughs> so do you like and you probably don't know without putting them side by side, but do you like Voyage Twenty Three Rye or Voyage Twenty Three Bourbon better? There isn't a Voyage Twenty Three Rye. I thought that's what we were drinking. This is Voyage Twenty Six. Oh. It was a rye like, voyage. <laughs> do you like Voyage 26 rye or Voyage you 23? Uh, voyage 23 is my favorite. Okay. It just is. There's something about it. It's so I'm good. Just, I was just curious just since you had been having more ryes mm-hmm. recently. Or rye just rise. has a, it has flavor. I think it's the flavor and like the spice of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Because Angel's Envy rye, mm, that is one of my favorites too. Yeah. <laughs> It was really good. Um, but no, this is really good, though. But they're Very. just so different. And even just their bourbon, the Ocean's Aged Voyage 28, which you can find right now on shelves, you can find 23 and 28. Mm-hmm. I know because I look every time <laughs> in case there's another Voyage number. <laughs> and um, you're starting to not be able to find Voyage 23. It's mostly 28 out there. Yeah. Um, I think Costco only has 28 right now. I saw one Voyage 23 at wall to wall with a bunch of 28s. The 28 Voyage 28, it's not that it's bad because it is still good, but side by side with 23, it's not. It's sweet. Yeah. And I like 23. Just overall, yeah. I don't think the flavor profile is as good. They went to like the Caribbean. Didn't that sail around there? The Caribbean or the Caribbean? Yes. (laughs) Caribbean. Let's not even start. Anyways, this is very good. It's very good. You can't go wrong getting a bottle of Ocean's Aged. Whether it's rye or the bourbon, you can't go wrong. Right. Um, One more thing that I wanted us to talk about here, the Listener League. Yes, I... You want it. Okay, let's backtrack because when we were getting ready for this podcast, I was like, we have to talk about the Listener League. This would be so wrong if we didn't talk about it. I had it written down on my little notes here. You didn't have it written down on our shared notes. Um... Are so, sure? no, this was me. I said we I can't finish the episode without talking about our listener league. You cannot take credit for that. Folks, she's remembering things differently, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> why don't we go through the top? Uh, well, let's just go through how we finished across the board. Yeah. Um, our winner, league champion, and we're talking with him um, for because getting. For those of you who don't remember, when we started this listener league beginning <clears throat> of the season, Winner gets a bottle of bourbon or a $50 gift card to the SGP merch store. Yeah. And I think um, I'm going to reach back out. I think he was a little bashful of worrying about getting me in trouble because knowing that um, in past episodes we've talked about how mailing is (laughs) not technically legal since I'm not a licensed We're mailing a very large bottle of hot sauce. Absolutely. Yeah. Just put some peppers in there so it smells hot. <laughs> um, but congratulations to Redwood713. Um, we first talked with him. He submitted some questions through Reddit. Um, and, yeah, has kind of been with us all, all year. So congratulations on winning. And um, who did he beat out? Jindiana Jones. That's right. 
Um, yeah, SGP uh, listener, fan, and kind of family, Indiana Jones. He's been around with the SGP for quite a while. Justin, who came in at number three? Um, on a technicality. No, I'm just kidding. On a kidding. technicality. <laughs> Her face. <laughs> well, technically, the championship did not finish due to no contest, but... With an asterisk by her name. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Miranda. Also, can I just, three. in case RD is listening, I <laughs> thought it was funny, but I also apologize at the same time. Justin said to make sure I put an asterisk on your uh, Venmo <laughs> today with because you were the winner of our league, our other league that we do. Yes. You um, beat me. That's why I said put the asterisk. I had Joe anyway. Mixon. He could have scored 40 points. <laughs> uh, but, yes, you finished third. I did. Uh, yes. I finished third. And I beat out who? Uh, Rodrigo Via Gomez. <laughs> yeah. Our buddy yes. Rod. Um, obviously, he does a lot of shows for SGP. Joined, uh, I believe it was his first auction, if I'm remembering correctly. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, he got fourth. Coming in at number five. Also his first auction. FF Bourbon Dude, a.k.a. Brad. Yeah. Um, if you don't know Brad, check out his dynasty shows that he does with dynasty dorks, uh, Dave. Um, but yeah, came in number five in his first auction league. And then number six, Captain Insano. Number seven, Ryback. We're just going by team names here. Yeah. Yep. We are. (laughs) Who's that guy? Are these are usernames? Usernames on, well, it's both. It's their team name. Okay. But yeah. Who finished at number eight there? Cody Zeeb. Oh yeah. Cody Zeeb. Uh, make sure you listen to his stuff on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, the F1 Gambling Podcast. He also has a bunch of NFL articles. Um, but yeah, why don't you give us the next two, and then I'll finish this out, Justin. Oh gosh, um, <laughs> I and I know why you want to finish <laughs> this out too. But um, anyways, number nine, we have Touchdown King, um, who also does a fantasy football podcast. Um, does a lot of best ball underdog type stuff but yeah check his stuff out and then number 10 evb um the guy that drafted six quarterbacks six quarterbacks yes everyone was gonna have to trade him yes yeah still bitter about it if i think about it (laughs) i don't think (laughs) i think he had made one trade i think that was it one trade some one person gave in um but as you can see (laughs) Um, drafting six quarterbacks doesn't do you any good. It will get you 10th place. Right. Wait, but I guess I have no room to talk because... Because coming in at number 11, <laughs> our very own Justin Mark at J-Mark Football. I didn't what wanna, do you have to say for yourself? I didn't want to have to buy myself a bottle of bourbon. This was yeah, about, right. the, this was about would, the listeners. You would love to this go <laughs> to the store and buy yourself a bottle of bourbon. This was about the <laughs> listeners, not me, okay? <laughs> But wait, there's more. You didn't finish bottom of the league. No, I because who else? The toilet bowl winner, Mister Nick Fortune. Ouch! Ouch! The <laughs> two of you finishing out bottom just makes me happy. <laughs> I'm sure it does. But Nick and I, we talked about it preseason, and oh, we wanted um, to do this. No, too. I'm sure. I'm sure. Nah, you can't. You can't be in fantasy football. You can't live with me and not be competitive. Yeah, I know. It's really <laughs> interesting because I was in the playoffs until the last three weeks, I believe, and then I lost three in a row, and I just continued losing. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was our listener league. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we're gonna do it again next year. Probably, um, unfortunately, gonna have to omit the 
sending whiskey just because it is illegal and we're going to try to limit how many illegal things we do. (laughs) (laughs) But we will... Next year there's a limit. Yeah. No. um, But we'll hook you up with a gift card or something. We'll have something fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Old-fashioned football t-shirt is a good prize. Um, Or, you know... I'm going to reach out to distillers. we got a lot planned for next year. We do. Um, we're not going away right now. We're still going to have some shows. I was just going to say, why don't you like talk about what we're going to be doing in the offseason? You're not going to hear from us as much, right. obviously. Fantasy football season yeah. is over. But we're not going completely away. No, no. We're going to be kind of um, previewing the draft class a little bit. We're going to do some of that and talk about their value. Have a, a guest. Um, have some guests you know, come in and talk. We're going to talk about, of course, when free agency goes down. Mm-hmm. That has a lot of impact on fantasy football. So we'll talk about that. Winners, losers. Um, the draft, of course. I mean, we got a lot of stuff that we're going to keep in the mix here. Um, and we might have some some other topics and surprises. Well, I don't know. We're gonna, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but it should be fun. We definitely have um, a lot that we're going to bring to the waiver show that we've been doing every week. We have a lot that we'll bring to that next year. And um, what I was going to say is for for next year, for our listener league, I'm going to be talking to some distilleries, and perhaps we can get a sponsor distillery, and that will be the name of the league, and they can send the bottle because it's legal for them to send That it. might be a good idea, Justin. Look yeah. at you. Yeah. See, I'm a thinker. <laughs> I'm a thinker. I already got some in mind that might be interested. So. <laughs> Um, but it's been fun. Our first, uh, season of, no, it's been so much fun and the listeners made it even more fun for us. Absolutely. So make sure you continue, even in off season, you can submit Mm -hmm. questions. Yes. So, um, slide into the DMS. I did think about something. Um, I don't know if on your Twitter settings, you have your DMS open. You have to go into settings and open them. Shit, Justin. I know. I thought about that. I, I'm not going to even bring up my phone. I'm just not. We're not going there because I don't want to hear it for the rest of the night. My phone is superior to yours, but it's having an issue. (laughs) It's just having, I don't know. I can only get to Twitter if I go log in and it kicks me out, even though I've selected like keep me logged in and I've set my password. Even going through the app? The app doesn't work. Uh, It It closes down. I even have the most stop. Nope. Just My Samsung has no problems. I don't care. I've even I've made sure I have the most recent update. It's been so annoying. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> there's that. Uh, that's the 2022 fantasy football no, it's recap. Not. No, well, it's that not. is the recap. Oh, <laughs> but I am I'm a little disappointed. I made the old fashioned tonight, and it's not my sweater weather old fashioned. But you have you never commented on how good it was. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> no, was did you like it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It could have been a little stronger. It could have. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> it could have been stronger, <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, yeah. Was it not? It was It was, It was. was on par. We normally have a rule where we don't make old fashions with our really good <laughs> bourbon and whiskey, um, but... True. We do normally, yeah. I made that. it with the Ocean's Age Dry, so yeah. I wanted you to comment on that, like... How does it stand up? Okay, I might have I might have fucked up because (laughs) (laughs) what? I said I'm just here so I don't get fined. (laughs) No comment. (laughs) I might have messed up by not making it as strong as I normally make them. Yeah, it could have been stronger. But I still, I was gonna say it. I feel like the flavor holds up. Some don't, but because it's a rye, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that will, extra flavor is there. I will need one more, though. What? I will need one more. One more what? Uh, old fashioned. Because you can't remember what it tasted like. We'll go with that, but it was actually <laughs> um, uh, the Mothership Sports Gambling Podcast posted on Twitter. What's your best bets for the night? Alluding to the college football game in which Georgia's winning thirty-eight to seven and a half. So I think they got that one. But I posted that my um, best bet of the night was J Mark football over one and a half old fashioned. So I'm gonna need to have one more. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's for the bet, honey. Over one and a half. <laughs> All right. It's for the bet. Well, then answer this question wisely. Do you want me to make it for you? Oh, yeah. You make them the best. <laughs> no, for real. Do you want what you just had? Yeah. Stronger. Yeah. Make it a little stronger. Kay. That'll work. <laughs> um, How's your old fashioned doing over there? It was really good, and that's why I'm upset that you didn't say something. <laughs> oh, boy. But Maybe. it is gone. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old fashioned football.